the erosion of the warrior ethos, threats to Canada's national security, part one, from vigilance to vulnerability, a history of peace, a future of challenges. While the erosion of the warrior ethos in Canada is a contemporary concern, it becomes particularly significant when examined through a historical lens. Canadians have historically enjoyed a peaceful existence, largely free from the constant threat of conflict or strife that many nations have endured for centuries. This peace has shaped a unique societal fabric, a fabric woven with threads of cooperation and diplomacy rather than militarization and conflict. Such a history, however, has its drawbacks. In a world shifting away from the paradigm of cooperation, which has characterized the international order since the mid-20th century, towards a new era of unrestricted warfare, unconventional warfare, and fifth-generation hybrid warfare, Canada's societal framework is facing a profound challenge. In the writings of prominent authors and researchers, such as the Chinese authors Qiao Liang and Wang Xiangsui in Unrestricted Warfare, and General Robert Spaulding from the U.S. in Stealth War, we see comprehensive descriptions of these warfare methodologies. The core thesis of these works suggests that warfare has evolved far beyond its conventional, military-centric origins to a state where every aspect of national life, from the economy and politics to technology and information, has become a battlefront. This novel warfare outlook, while not new to many nations with a history of continuous threats, is a relatively foreign concept to Canadians due to their historically peaceful and cooperative experiences. This lack of historical security consciousness might have left Canadians somewhat blindsided by the shift in global power dynamics and the increased prominence of unconventional warfare tactics. The resultant unawareness could make Canadians more susceptible to external influence and less able to detect subtle threats to their sovereignty. Despite the erosion of warrior ethos and security consciousness, the unique properties of firearms ownership permits Canadian firearm owners a greater ability to perceive quickly the national security ramifications of cultural, political, business and economic changes and updates. This ability will quickly be lost with the passage of Bill C-21. Therefore, in this era of evolving warfare, it is imperative for Canada to encourage resurgence of the warrior ethos and security consciousness amongst its populace. This cultural shift would promote vigilance, resilience, and self-reliance, enabling Canadians to adapt more readily to the changing global landscape and better protect their national interests. Returning to the concerns already addressed, it becomes even more crucial to understand the potential impacts of these new warfare tactics on various aspects of Canadian life. The potential for foreign entities to exert control over Canadian businesses, health authorities, land, and other resources underlines the pressing need for a national strategy aimed at countering these unconventional threats. What remains essential is the recognition of the potential threats to Canadian sovereignty and security and the subsequent enactment of countermeasures to protect national interests. This task is not only for the government but also for the Canadian public, who must be made aware of these issues and convinced to act upon them. Part 2 From Vigilance to Vulnerability 
the fading warrior ethos, and the national security crisis. Canada's cultural landscape over the last eight years has eroded the last remnants of the warrior ethos. This ethos, embodied through activities like hunting, sports shooting, trapping, conservation, and simulated combat like airsoft, paintball, martial arts, and boxing contributes to a broader security consciousness. Rooted in principles of self-reliance, preparedness, and vigilance, there is growing concern that this ethos and, consequently, this mindset are under threat. After all, how many boxers do you know in your life? None if you live in Canada. It's not an accident. In tracing the origins of this lack of security consciousness concern, a host of theories have emerged, suggesting that this shift might be a calculated move designed to foster a populace less likely to resist potential incursions on civil liberties. The fabric of Canada's society, once bolstered by activities that nurtured resilience and an understanding of life and death realities, now appears to be shifting to a more passive stance. Integral to the warrior ethos is the notion of masculinity. Recent discourse suggests an emerging trend of scrutinizing and possibly suppressing gender attributes in society, such as the suppression of masculinity and femininity. A consequence of this could be rendering Canadians, who have historically lived without the constant threat and awareness experienced by other nations for millennia, into soft targets. Such a development poses significant challenges to both national security, identity, and heritage. These concerns, however, are not limited to these societal shifts alone. They extend into and intersect with various national security domains, including health rights, self-defense rights, property rights, entrepreneurial rights, and resource rights in Canada. Each of these rights plays a unique role in societal stability and citizen well-being, and their potential erosion could have far-reaching impacts. Hence, the notion that a diminishing security consciousness might enable international entities to exert control over various aspects of Canada becomes profound. The stakes involve the potential for an upcoming culture dominated by the foreign ownership of people, foreign ownership of businesses, foreign ownership of national resources, and foreign ownership of leadership structures in Canada. Several international entities have been cited in such theories. World Economic Forum, WEF. The alleged interest of the WEF in controlling the market share of Canadian businesses speaks to concerns over economic globalization and the potential undermining of national economic sovereignty. Given the WEF's substantial influence in shaping global economic policy, such assertions warrant further exploration and verification. World Health Organization WHO The WHO's purported intent to supersede national health authorities or impose fines to nation-states for noncompliance, as per the pandemic treaty mentioned, raises concerns about potential encroachments on national health sovereignty and the authority of nation-state educated doctors and specialists. These claims require a deeper and more thorough investigation. United Nations UN With the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples under legislation, worries arise about its implications for and security in Canada. 
The potential impact of this legislation on national sovereignty over land deserves further scrutiny. Foreign nations, documented interests from Russia and alleged aspirations from China, particularly regarding Canadian technology, citizen computer daughter, DNA daughter, defense-related intellectual property, corporate intellectual property, the Arctic, the Northern Canadian territories, mineral and food production, and ports, underline the geopolitical tensions and perceived threats to national security and sovereignty. Each of these claims necessitates a rigorous examination to ascertain their validity. The key question to consider is Canada being dissected, with various foreign entities each targeting a unique component of Canadian assets and individuals. Conclusion The conversations around Canada's future security and sovereignty must prioritize understanding the potential erosion of the warrior ethos and security consciousness, alongside the implications they hold for national identity and resilience. At the moment, the concepts of warrior ethos and security consciousness are avoided at all costs by the Liberal Party MPs, which are blindsided by the geopolitical changes due to the fundamental and unique safety-oriented cultural and relatively peaceful historical experience of Canada among the nation-states. Canada's future rests on the success of the CCFR to achieve its mandate and defeat Bill C-21. Good luck, Rod and Tracy. The weight of the free world rests on your shoulders. Sergeant Protip, title, the Skills Gap Trainer Sergeant Strategy for National and International STEM Corporations. Introduction, navigating the intricate geopolitical dynamics intertwined with STEM fields demands a resilient strategy. The Skills Gap Trainer Sergeant champions one such approach firmly rooted in the principle of nationalistic property security constraint 10 PSC. This strategy aims to uphold each Western nation-state social, historical, political, philosophical, and heritage fundamentals, serving as a bulwark against any religious or ideological subversions of STEM education, corporations, and associated tech businesses. The Nationalistic Property Security Constraint 10 PSC explained. The Nationalistic Property Security Constraint 10 PSC is a pioneering principle that emphasizes maintaining the unique national identity, thereby providing a robust framework to resist ideological impositions that could destabilize a country's societal fabric. The central aim is to foster a secure and sustainable environment for the growth and progress of national and global STEM ecosystems. Establishing STEM Corporation Alliances Central to our strategy is the formation of STEM Corporation Alliances at national and international levels. These alliances, developed in concert with credible political entities, such as conservative MPs, function as potent STEM firewalls. These firewalls safeguard the integrity and security of each nation's STEM sector in the broader global STEM ecosystem. Guiding Principles of Security-Oriented STEM Governance Model Our proposed security-oriented STEM governance and architecture model hinges on two primary considerations. First, it focuses on upholding the cultural, historical, industrial, financial, public safety, military, and governance prerequisites deeply embedded within the nationalistic property security constraint 10 PSC. 
The preservation of nation-state fundamentals is critical to maintaining cultural diversity, security, and historical integrity. Second, the strategy insulates STEM fields from encroachments by disciplines such as social sciences and politics, which may compromise the integrity of STEM principles and processes. Through a two-level STEM firewall, we effectively regulate interactions between global systems and STEM disciplines, thereby shielding these disciplines from corruption and ensuring their operation is rooted in unbiased inquiry, observation, experimentation, and verification. Learning from past experiences, we acknowledge the challenges faced by supranational entities like the World Economic Forum WEF which has struggled due to its approach's misalignment with the NPSC, leading to limited acceptance and support. The WEF strategy, characterized by an amalgamation of disciplines without sufficient firewalls, overlooks the necessary security and compartmentalization measures, thereby undermining the unique demands and protections of 21st century STEM corporations and citizens. Addressing ideological influences. Ideological influences, such as the various forms of Marxism discussed by intellectuals like D.R. Jordan B. Peterson and D.R. James Lindsay, can potentially distort academic and professional landscapes. The rise of doctrines like equity, critical race theory, and queer theory, viewed by some as offshoots of Marxist thought can impose undue ideological weight on STEM disciplines. Our strategy, by creating robust firewalls, provides resilience against these challenges, preserving the scientific integrity of STEM disciplines and preventing undue ideological influences from compromising the pursuit of truth. The power of STEM alliances. The establishment of STEM alliances at the national level not only bolsters a nation's ability to negotiate and partner with entities like the WEF, but also fortifies their defensive capabilities. The alliances facilitate local and national economic activities, protecting the STEM sectors from foreign intervention and fostering economic growth. The two-level STEM alliance architecture the challenge ahead lies in conveying the necessity and value of the two-level STEM alliance architecture to stakeholders such as North American and European tech companies. This architecture, with the lower half at the national level and the top half comprising all national STEM alliances partnered at the international level, offers a unified front. Conclusion by incorporating the nationalistic property security constraint 10 PSC in the design of these alliances, we ensure national strength, resilience, and economic participation in an increasingly volatile global environment. Security, life systems, and prosperity are under threat. Thus, the formation of these alliances is critical. Our goal is to convince STEM corporations of the importance of this strategy in enabling humanity to engineer the 21st century to a higher quality standard. We invite you to join us in this vital journey, fostering a resilient, prosperous, and positive future for all. Dedication This article is dedicated to the CCFR Canadian Coalition of Firearms Rights who showed tremendous valor on a daily basis in their struggle against Bill C-21, and to security officers, border officers, public safety officers, 
police officers, and soldiers who served their countries with extraordinary determination. This article is devoted to the indomitable spirit of private security officers, border officers, public safety officers, police officers, and soldiers who served their countries with extraordinary determination, bravery, and honor. It pays homage to the Canadian and American soldiers whose courage, sacrifice, and heroism have been the protective shields of their respective nations, defending not just territorial borders but the principles and values those borders represent. To the American soldiers returning from recent foreign interventions, your purpose was not misplaced, your struggles were not in vain, and your heroism was not unnoticed. You may not have won every battle fought, and perhaps have seen no clear victory since World War II, yet you succeeded in capturing the hearts and minds of civilians who comprehend and appreciate your duties, values, virtues, and philosophy. Your example demonstrated the strength and resilience inherent in the human spirit, laying the groundwork for future generations to emulate and build upon as they face the significant challenges and existential threats of the 21st century. Amid shifting global paradigms, you stood firm in the defense of your nation, embodying a sense of honor and duty both humbling and inspiring. You showed us that the warrior ethos is not merely about physical combat, but a way of life characterized by vigilance, discipline, and a commitment to serve and protect. Despite some attempts to erase this legacy, your actions shine brightly in our collective memory. Thank you for your invaluable contributions as mentors in this warrior ethos, and for your continued commitment to the preservation of national sovereignty. Through your actions, you have taught civilians, both those aware of the warrior ethos and those yet to understand its significance, the importance of preparedness and resilience. These lessons extend beyond the battlefield, influencing our approach to mastering technology and defining our place in the universe. To all citizens, soldiers exemplify the warrior ethos and the security consciousness this article aims to illuminate. In their honor, we strive to keep their ideals woven into our societal fabric, inspiring us towards the organic utopia they have prepared the ground for. This utopia is not granted by the privileged few but constructed by the many, as we collectively reach skyward, united in our shared vision of a future marked by peace, prosperity, and security. Canadians do not belittle American soldiers. Their presence has maintained a political balance that has assured your safety and comfort. Let us all, inspired by the strength and sacrifice of Canadian and American soldiers, reaffirm our commitment to the warrior ethos and ensure that the legacy of North American warriors continues to inspire our societies into the 21st century and beyond. May their spirit guide us as we navigate the numerous global dangers of the 21st century. Here's to the soldiers, their contribution to our past, their influence on our present, and their epic journey in the 21st century. They fight not only to protect our survival but to elevate our species, enabling us to manifest the idealized world depicted in our art. Their struggle is not simply over resources, but a battle to bring the power of a soldier's heart and philosophy to bear on building a brighter, more advanced, 
and timeless world.